brick house. That's what's gonna happen tonight. Solid motherfucking new jokes from people at Joke Workshop here at MutinyRadio.fm. Thanks for tuning in. It's six o'clock. It's a Monday. It's time for twelve comedians to do four minutes and get four minutes of critique by their comedian peers. Please take notes. Uh, the more you participate, the better this is. The more you don't participate, the more you have to listen to me make shit up about people. So let's all be a community, and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh, please remember if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich at least make the bread taste good be kind to your fellow comedians try to give them a compliment and then the shit that you don't like and then just the help that you want to give them uh, which is great tags just help help everybody out we're here to support one another uh, thanks for donating two dollars if you can't do that no problemo just take a picture with the phones that I all know you have in your pocket of anything of the bathroom that's clean ha 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 take a picture of something and post it to your Instagram just tagging mutiny radio SF and that is worth more than two dollars to me so yay we really we cleaned this weekend so there's i mean wow you have no idea what weird dirt was <laughs> dragged out of this building wow i didn't know you guys uh, had so much dander dirty dirty comedians your first comedian of the night be prepared to laugh and clap your hands for the new jokes of shane kenny <laughs> Everyone, how are y'all doing tonight? It's daylight, but it's still considered nighttime. I know what you're thinking. The band didn't work out, and now he's telling jokes. Let's be honest, pretty accurate. Far playing music, I could hide behind an instrument. <laughs> so um, I just finished up another semester of school. I'm studying climate change, so comedy isn't the most depressing thing I'm pursuing, but a close number two. <laughs> And I had a professor who was obsessed with tornadoes, which got old real fast. He kept playing us these videos shot by tornado chasers. And he would, and he would ask us, like, what were these tornado chasers doing wrong here? And my smart ass is sitting in the back going, uh, uh, chasing a fucking tornado. Like, he was like, what, like... Because every once in a while, these tornado chasers would get caught by a tornado. It's like, yeah, tornado chasing is all fun and games when you're on the offensive, but once the tornado starts coming back for you, shit hits the fan and it's not such a fun hobby. Yeah, it was, it was just a semester of just holding in a boiling mess of sass. So, the abortion stuff happened recently, just to, on a lighter note. Yeah, I, I love it because if dudes could get pregnant, this would be a completely different situation. If dudes could get pregnant, the headlines would be like, birth rate hits historic low. Human race in danger of disappearing. That and like, abortion pills now available at Taco Bell. Like, it would not be an issue at all. Um, I like how everyone applauds each other when, you know, a friend or couple gets pregnant. But do I still have to applaud if I know the pregnancy happened by accident? Like, it's one thing if you've been in a relationship for a long time, you're financially stable, or, you know, you're just in a good place and you're prepared to have a kid. My friend had his first kid at 18 right out of high school. At 19, second kid. Our friend, my dumbass friends were still like, congratulations. Like, really? Do I have to applaud if I know for a fact it was an accident? Like, I don't applaud a NASCAR driver for getting a second flat tire. You know, like, no, you're doing a great job. So, 
what else? Anyone see the new Avengers movie? Anyone? Okay, spoilers ahead. Um, I loved it because Thor and I had the same fucking character arc. In 2011, we were at the top of our physical shape. We were hopeful, full of joy, and ready to resolve our family issues. Now it's 2019, we're both depressed, we drank too much, we made some mistakes, and we just wanna do nothing. And it's cool, because as my beer belly gets bigger, it's like, no, I still have the body of a god. Yeah. Um, anyone here a fan of musicals? Anyone? You're gonna hate this next one. Um, I don't. I hate that they keep making musical versions of good movies. Like Spider-Man was an awesome movie, but some theater nerds thought, you know how Spider-Man's a really cool movie with the special effects and you know the action and everything. What if? Spider-Man were singing and shooting silly string at villains. It'd be awesome. Like, um, like Hamilton was the greatest thing to happen to the musical community because it's like, oh, there's one that's not completely annoying as shit. Like Hamilton was like the Susan Boyle of musicals. Like there's nothing good in that genre, but it's like, hey, that genre can produce good. All right, I'm Shane Kenny. Thanks. Give me. Thanks for listening to my TED talk. Shane Kenny, everyone. All right. Oh, I forgot to put the microphones out today. I'm a big jerk. Um, no, none of them are on yet because I didn't even put them out. If, uh, but if, thank you so much, James Mara, for um, putting those out while I will go, say Mara. some things. Thanks for doing that. Um, so you come across from the very beginning. Uh, as angry, and you have a very high tone, and it's hard. Um, I, w I took a lot of theater classes in my youth, and one of the things that my acting teachers would tell me is that if you start the scene way up here, you start way up here with the energy. Where do you have to go? Where can you fucking possibly go? And I think that's what's happening to you, is you're starting so high that then it's like, where do you go? You have to go higher and higher. So I would challenge you to go low, maybe to try to whisper and draw us in in a different way, like, because you you start with this like, you die, and you've got this energy, and it came across for the whole four minutes. And so I challenge you to like make some peaks and valleys so that your peaks can have the resonance that they should. Right? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Other comments? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this working? No, it should be. There's an on-off switch on it. Oh. Maybe not. <laughs> We checked them all this week, I promise. That one works in front of James. <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> I really like the, um, uh, hey, what's up, James? Uh, <laughs> the, the premise about the musicals, um, about um, uh, why are they making good movies into musicals, um, that's fun. There's a lot to explore there. I want to hear you talk about, like, what would it be like if they um, made bad movies into musicals? Like the worst movies, but like the, yeah. the juxtaposition with like the big Broadway, um, like overproduction and stuff like that. I think that could be a lot of fun. Cool. Thank you. Other comments? You can say, you can say nice things too. You, can say you mentioned the, uh, uh, Find a microphone? 
Um, you said something is the Susan Boyle of musicals. Um, maybe, did you mention her specifically because she is also musical? Because she, people don't think of opera singers as good, and she would like draw, she was like Hamilton, where she just drew a ton of attention to opera singing, but opera singing has no other good people in that genre who. Yeah. Um, maybe I mean, feel free to critique the critique. Uh, maybe maybe if you pick something that wasn't as musical, it would make it seem like more of an analogy. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Cool. I've never given feedback on jokes before, so. <laughs> uh, two quick things. Uh, great stuff. The tornado joke, I think you uh, caught this yourself. You had a line that was like, uh, every once in a while these tornado chasers are caught by a tornado. I think you did that after your first punchline. I think maybe that before, because then the punchline's like, every once in a while these people are caught by a tornado. The presser's like, what are these people doing wrong? You're like, chasing a fucking tornado. I, I think that's what you were intending to do. And then uh, you said, uh, Thor... Uh, I have a beer belly, but also the body of a god. How do you feel about like flipping that? Like, but now at least I can say I have the body of a god in that I have a beer belly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Other comments? All right, everybody, clap your hands together for Shane Kenny. I can do wheeling. I can do dealing. All right, we've, I think we've figured out the technical issues with all of the uh, microphones. Yay! It's, it's, yay! it's a joke workshop. Your next comedian, very funny guy. You can also listen to his podcast every Tuesday from noon to two here on Mutiny Radio. It's called My Limited View. Put your hands together for Sergio Navoa. Hi, everyone. I take long breaks between relationships, mainly because I have to wait for the rash to clear. It took me a bit longer this last time because I don't have insurance, but I have friends in tech. They have insurance, so I took their penicillin, which means I am now rash-free and ready to start dating. Everyone told me to go online. Turns out all my friends and relatives are online, but I don't want to date my friends and relatives anymore. <laughs> the problem I have with online dating is perceived choices. Yes, there are thousands of people online, but they're not all necessarily attractive, interesting, or funny. And also doesn't mean they're interested in me. The other problem I have with online dating is, just drew, oh, delusion. I've read my friends' profiles, and I'm not sure if my friends are delusional or just straight up lying. I don't want anyone to call me a liar. But I eventually gave in and signed up for online dating. There are so many options now. You've got Match, OkCupid, the Sex Offender Registry, I was really excited when I got my first match, but I knew it wasn't gonna work out because he lives in the sunset and I don't do long distance. <laughs> I was really excited about my second match, but I also knew it wasn't gonna work out because he wanted to go hiking. Yeah, I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> now I, oh shit, I'm not a lesbian. Tell me, how many of you know someone who's really hot and you would totally have sex with them, but you know you can't because they're a relative? Yes. Yep. Okay, how about this? How many of you have gone out, gotten drunk, taken someone home only to wake up and realize it's a relative? It's pretty shocking, especially for grandpa. Now, I have dated both men and women, and it is safe to say women can have sex with whomever they want. We men have sex with whatever we can. 
Surprisingly enough, once I had sex with a man, I understood women so much more. And because of this, I will help every straight man in this audience be more popular with women. I will have sex with each of you. <laughs> Don't worry, just because you enjoy sex with a man does not make you gay. For the record, just because you have sex with a man doesn't mean you're gonna enjoy it. Just ask most women. Just ask most women. Now, I know with the whole Me Too movement, men are afraid to approach women now. I can help you with this. There is a fine line between flirting with a woman and harassing a woman. It's simple. If you're attractive, you're flirting with a woman. If you're unattractive, you're harassing a woman. Any questions? Um, ladies, here's what you need to know about men. Men are like buses. They're never on time, but one will eventually show up. So no need to chase them. And also, ladies, when a guy tells you he just wants to put the tip in, he's not lying to you. He's lying to himself. <laughs> and guys, here's what you need to know about women. Women are superior to us. And they're emotionally evolved. So if you want a hassle-free, sexually fulfilled relationship, date men. It's worked out for me. Uh, guys, if you have not received a blowjob from a gay man, I want you to cancel whatever it is you're doing tomorrow and get this taken care of. I'll leave you with this. I recently ran into my high school girlfriend and the first words out of her mouth, is it my fault you're gay? And I was like, no, you didn't turn me gay. Your brother did. Uh, that is it. Thank you. <laughs> Sergio Navo, everyone. Uh, the mics are up for the comments. <laughs> comments? Yeah, yeah, go for hey, it. Hey, hey, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, or like the, uh, the putting the tip in, lying to himself thing. Oh. That, maybe stretch that a little bit. It's, fine. it's funny. So just, yeah, keep fucking with it. Put yeah. more than just a tip? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the lying to yourself thing. You know, you're not lying to her, you're lying to yeah. yourself. That's funny. It's a funny take. <laughs> What was, what was the bit you were like, uh, I can't tell if my friends are crazy, delusional oh. or crazy? Delusional or straight up lying. Or lying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, I've read their profiles and I'm like, I wouldn't describe you as lean, but okay, we'll go with that. No, I like that a lot because obviously, because you're like, no one would ever, you said no one would, you, you would never want to be called a liar, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I would just maybe like pause a bit more uh, before the punchline so people understand because I was like trying to figure out what you were saying gotcha but it's like a really good misdirect that you would never be want to be called a liar because you are delusional yes yeah so just like maybe pause a bit <coughs> let us yeah and, got and it got just, it yeah. totally see that thank you thank you I think good. you have a I think you have a, a punchline that you can use at the end of the whole relative thing in that there's a euphemism that people usually use which is like it's all relative that's like a thing you know like a a, t a tagline that people say in real life, like it's all relative. Oh, that's right. And I feel like at the end of that whole relative bit, you can get an extra big punch as a tag to like wait and throw it out and go like, it's all relative. Oh yeah. Do you know? So yeah. that you're using like a recognizable thing and then you're, but it's a callback yeah. to the other, uh, the whole, cause you're using the word relative in a bunch of different ways and then Got to it. like twist anyways, that might be a fun I totally punch. see it. When I say pretty shocking, it's all relative. It's all relative. Yeah, and then you'll get a big laugh off Got that. Got it. True. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I think when you talk about, uh, you kind of like 
talk about having sex with everybody in the audience, right? Like you say that men with with the men. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's an opportunity to bring back the like the rash as a callback. Like everybody, <laughs> everybody line up and all everybody with the rash in the back. That way we oh, save, save okay. it for the end or something like that. I think it's a fun it's a fun opportunity to kind of be like you know, I'm gonna fuck everybody totally in the audience, but that. also the rash thing. I think it's good. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Keep clapping your hands together, Sergio Novoa. <laughs> All right, your next comedian here on the Joke Workshop is the only, uh, well, I guess you're a cisgendered female. I don't know. I, le- I just came back from Portland, so I've learned all about pronouns. And so, but you're the only uh, person with um, the lady parts, I think, besides me here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to. Are there? Is it? I'm, I mean, there's long hair, but I think that you all, you guys all identify. Okay, all right, it's a safe space. Safe space. I was trying to, she's a lovely lady. Put your hands together for Charity Pomeroy. Seriously, uh, I always try to be inclusive and awesome about uh, everybody and everything, and it just has uh, made me stop talking to people because uh, I just have a hard time navigating it all. Uh, it's just so much effort, you guys. It's uh, it's so much effort. Um, talking about life in general. Um, but you know what, though? That's because I am a woman, and I identify as a woman. Uh, I, I, it's none of your business, but I still do have a vagina. So... It's true. Thank you. Wow, that's, I did not expect that. Uh, but um, but it's hard to remember I have one because I am so goddamn single. I am very single. Ain't nothing been happening down there that uh, wasn't instigated and completely uh, finished by myself in a long, long time. And it's hard because um, I, I, I don't even know where to begin when it comes to dating. I'm, I'm a lesbian, I'm, I'm into women, I'm only into women. Every nasty ass man who keeps hitting on me. I am only into women. And uh, unfortunately, women are not into this. And it's okay, it's okay. I mean, I go out, to, I meet a lot of gay women now. I'm, I'm figuring out where they are in the city. They truly are not into this, and I get it. I'm not into this, so I don't blame them at all. And here's the problem with me. I got all of my social training, not at home, uh, not while I was growing up. I got it all in college. That was really my first social experience. And I went to college for musical theater. So I got all of my social training from gay men, from very fabulous gay men. So I am not a lesbian woman's ideal. (laughs) I mean, really. And I'm I'm gonna fuck it up when I'm around gay women. Uh, I mean, seriously, even my O face involves jazz hands. So yeah, that's uh, that's a problem. Another thing is I'm terribly um, self-loathed Thing. I mean, aren't we all? We're in comedy. That's uh, that's a normal thing. But I I really think for women there's a little extra to that. We are taught to be highly aware of everything that is wrong with us. We are taught to look at and talk about and think about everything that's wrong with us. I mean, you see this and you see this difference between men and women in this way. Because, I mean, you don't have that with with boys. Boys are taught from the beginning that once they're good at something, it means they are good. 
Like they get really good at one thing and they decide they're geniuses. You see every little 12 year old boy who, I don't know, learns how to draw a serviceable picture of a horse. And all of a sudden he just thinks he's this great genius. He's like, I am a God. And meanwhile, you've got some 52 year old woman who has built this giant, beautiful empire and is helping everyone in her community. And she's like, I am a fraud. So that is a big difference. Uh, but I am trying to change. Another thing about women, and this is something I truly want to change, we don't just compare ourselves to other women. We compare our weaknesses to other people's strengths. And that is something I want to quit. But I've been hyper aware of that because three of my dearest friends just died. And they weren't just people. They were some of the most fucking awesome people you could ever meet. They were amazing. Chris Maggio, this killer helicopter pilot. John Briner, this Olympic skier, amazing man. Monica Carlson, she was the mayor of our town. They were amazing. And after they died, I started thinking, what the fuck? I have nothing on them. There's nothing about me that is even half as amazing as them. And um, I realized that's wrong. Because there is one thing I am better at than all three of them put together. Staying alive! Okay, anyway, my name's Charity. That's my time. Charity Pomeroy, everyone. Yay! Yay! Oh, wait, let me bring up the other microphones here. Um, I really like the idea of, like, all the things that young boys think that they're good at that is, like, bullshit. I just think you could do, like, a lot more examples. Or yes. you could do, like, a couple more. Yes. So you, yours was, like, drawing a horse. You could be, like, some kid fucks up a pogo stick, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, like, like fucks draws inside, or, or just, like, draws inside the lines or whatever. Like, there's a lot yeah. of, like, examples you could do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely, like, do it. I will those. take any examples. And, well, I even literally had to rack my brain to come up with yeah, draws some kid, really, like, Yeah, some kid tears up a <laughs> like, pogo stick. He's do? like, I'm a fucking... Learns to floss. Circus <laughs> yeah, person, yeah. But, but even before you point out the boy things, I felt like you, you should point out the girl things. Like, you can use the old jokes, like, and just run a big list. My armpits aren't moisturized enough. I have four pimples behind my ear. My fupa is 2.4 ounces. Like, you can... You, do you know what I mean? Like, list... Before you list the thing that boys can do, I would do a list on why... What's wrong with me? Yeah, like, and but just rattle it really fast. Like, memorize it really fast. And be like, my hair's too curly, and it's not straight enough, and it's got this thing, and my ear my ear is this weird thing. Blah, blah, blah. Like, right. just a... Like a a really quick, like, fast list of a bunch of things, and I think it'll be really funny. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Great set. Um, you didn't think my drawing of that horse was good? <laughs> um, also, um, I loved how you were, you kind of, you understood, like, oh, I get why women aren't into this. I think you could connect it to guys never ask that. They would, if g women aren't into Wait, them, they don't could, ask what? I think you could kind of like take the flip perspective of, from a guy's perspective because guys will never be like, will never look at what's wrong with them when a woman's not in them. They're just like, man, I can't believe she's not into this. Her, her loss, even though it's a sack of shit, dude. Oh, and right. Just playing oh, off the like dynamic. why women aren't into me. Yeah, because right. I've, I've lived with dudes <laughs> my life. We, the world will be on fire before we admit like, oh, we might have had a match on us. <laughs> And I think just playing off of those dynamics is cool. And I liked how you're, you talked about how women compare their weaknesses to other people's strengths. And just elaborate on that. And I, it was dark, but I loved it how you're like, I'm better at staying alive. Because that was a great like, 
light note because we are like, oh yeah, you are good at something, and <laughs> yeah. But I, great set, I, and you have a lot of stuff to work with. The, the first real punch in your set was "O oh Face Jazz Hands," which is a great, great, great punchline, and you had incredible premises at the beginning, but. I think you need to get faster. Like um, when yeah. you start talking about how you're like the way I look, do one of those, I'm like Natalie Merchant and insert fabulous gay guy had a baby. Or pick, you know, like pick one of those things where you can like immediately. Okay. Because you took a yes. minute to punch down on yourself yeah. before you went O-face jazz hands, yeah. which is a great punchline. But I just like secure, like poof, make it like I look like. I, I wrote down Natalie Merchant only why I don't know why I think like and then Fabulous Gay Guy because I couldn't think of it because I put RuPaul because you said drag but then I was like he's black and that'd be weird so but then you said Fabulous Gay Guy so I'm like but that's like a joke you can do but they were great premises and there was one more thing I want to say oh you had a great punchline and you didn't punch it oh. fraud you have to punch that word fraud okay because okay. you just like you glossed over it and that's like a mm, punch and it and up. wait because you set it up you set it up for a long time so you might as well take your punchline right Okay, thank you, yeah. Uh, When you talked about um, down here, nothing's been uh, instigated or finished by anyone other than yourself. Yeah. Um, I think it's an opportunity to make analogies about like what your vagina's like, like compared to other things that are only uh, initiated and finished by like one person. Like, I I can't even think of anything. Whittling, whittling. Yeah, taxes for a single person or something like that. Later, please. Taxes for a single person, that's funny. I just think it's an opportunity to make analogies, which would be funny. You, the little boy things, DM me if you think of any really ridiculous, yeah, and same deal. I need help in this realm. Uh, Yeah. I thought some specificity about like a particular woman who's been slighted in the community would have been really funny, like just for an event. Sorry. Pick the woman of the week who's been slighted, like uh, in in that second part of the bit, like uh, where you ended the joke with fraud. So like, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like yeah. Uh, someone yeah. famous who's been, you know, like Hillary Clinton's an obvious. The, the lady who wrote Lean In, the lady, the lady wrote Lean In, the Cheryl Facebook Sandberg. lady, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl yeah. yeah, yeah. Is she okay? So you, may, I have to start paying attention to events. Um, cool. Hey everybody. Oh, okay, we we're, oh, yeah. yeah, one okay. more, one more, one okay, more. Okay. Mansplain train keep rolling. Uh, <laughs> I thought uh, uh, why you're not the lesbian ideal would be kind of a funny thing to talk about. Is yes. my hair is my hair too long? Is my scarf too uh, like it Scarfy. belongs on a gay guy? Like, I don't know. You'll you'll figure it out. Why aren't you the lesbian ideal? You don't, you don't talk about it at all. Oh my god. Yes. Thank you. Yay! Great time. Charity Pomeroy, everyone. Yay. And then yay. All right. Moving this train right along with your next comedian. Put your hands together for Ev- Or no, it's it's Mark Neuer. Mark Neuer! You hear that fucking cowbell? God bless. Keep it going. I got money for you. Aww. Oh, Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen. My truck got towed, and I'm kind of glad about it because now I don't need to worry about my truck getting towed because it already got towed. <laughs> you know? I got shit on by a bird recently. Yeah. In Turkey, that's like good luck. My truck got towed. So I'm not Turkish. <laughs> I don't even need a 23 in me. I just. God just delivered that right to my head. You're Polish, motherfucker. Get used to it. 
Thank you, James. I'm gonna masturbate to that clap tonight. <laughs> My mom had a stroke last week. No, it's okay. It was minor. It's fine. She's fine. There was three, three minor strokes. At least the stroke face will cover the resting bitch face, right? You know. Uh, so you guys can, at least you guys can laugh about it because she fucking can't. It's, just, it's like a fucked up two face, you know. Thank you. Hold on. No, please play it. I really, I was hoping to listen to your YouTube videos. No, yeah, that's. It did happen. It did. God bless. Uh, no, she's fine. She's fine. Um, she's dead. No, she's fine. She's fine. No, she's dead. She's like half her. Half of her is dead. Like half. Half of her is dead. She's fine. She's fine because she's dead. You know, it works. Great. I promise that works in a room of actual human beings. It, it's been proven. It works. Book me, Sergio. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. What was that? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Oh, my God. You see those signs? You drive down your, your street, your block. It says drive like your kids live here. I feel like that's a great sign. I feel like it really means well. Until my dad drives down your block, sees your kids playing in your front yard. The sign told him, drive like those are your kids. So he sees your kids playing, fucking around in the front yard. He hops out and just beats the piss out of your kids. It's not that great of a sign anymore. <laughs> just, just different wording, I suppose. Like, like, drive like you love your kids. Or P.S. Please stop drinking and driving. Fuck. <laughs> Great. Glad that worked. Oh, I was watching, um, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I was watching like, it's, it's My Strange Addiction. My Strange Addictions. This one dude who was on there, he's addicted to eating pussy. Fucking disgusting, right? Oh my God. That is, who the fuck, that is vile. That is repugnant. Who the fuck does that? Eats pussy? That is, I eat a little ass, but you can get that fucking pussy. Eating muff? Oh my God. You people are strange, right? Strange addictions. Am I right? Jesus. All right, cool. My name is Mark Neuer. Single-handedly bringing the word muff back to the vernacular, it's Mark Neuer. The jewel, I should, you should do more of that in your set, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you should hit the jewel for like four minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I haven't seen you in like a month, and that was just, yeah, you've been you're on like a really good roll. Um, Thank you. Punch up the, the like half dead. How okay. like I just came up with that. Yeah, that's, that's brand new. Added to the joke. It's funny. Uh, well, she's uh, she's like she's dead. Well, she's like half dead. Well, half also of her new. is dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, drive like you love your kids and they live here. Maybe for the last part. Uh, yeah, great set. Good shit, Mark. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, picking off of, picking off of what he mentioned. Uh, you're going back and forth between uh, fine, dead, fine, dead, half dead, maybe half fine. Like that's another thing I didn't uh, half fine. I didn't think of, like yeah, yeah. Back that to, like, would half, cross my mind. I don't know right. if I'd keep it in the end, but it crossed my mind. Okay. And then um, you had that one about uh, uh, oh Jesus in the beginning. You were talking about how getting shit on. Um, my truck getting towed. Yes, yes, the Turkish one. I don't know why I blanked. That's but, the getting but, shit on. Yeah, there is a world where that joke works without changing any of the words. Like maybe, so maybe it's just like spacing or timing. Because like I felt like you had the right language in the right order to all of those things. Um, 
like I'm pretty sure that could work. Like, yeah. I'm, that's a revi- yeah. revised version of a, a yeah, original yeah. thought. So I'm yeah. just working it out. So yeah, yeah. maybe like pausing between the like, uh, but my car got towed. So obviously I'm not Turkish. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw it. Is the 23 and me thing at the end? Like that tag, I tried the tag before the punch and after the punch, right? The punch is I'm not Turkish. So then I do the, you know, I don't even need a 23 and me, right? I think that works after the I'm not Turkish. Okay, cool. The whole truck thing, that was funny and really simple, but it's great because you get a laugh right away. That was, it's like nice delivery. Uh, the thing about stroke and face, especially the part where you're like, uh, don't laugh, she can't. Like, yeah. whatever that whole rollout is, that was good. Thank you. Um, and the driving, that was funny. I used to drive by um, your Golden Gate Park. It said something about there's a deaf child living here. Wow, yeah. And then they got rid of the sign, and I go, I wonder if he got ran over. <laughs> so it just made me think of that. So that's really funny. That's very morbid. I love it. Does Ian Levy have something to say? Uh, it's not. I just, uh, you, you have a, a, the, the bit about getting shit on by a bird. I wrote a joke about that recently, but I don't have anywhere to put it in my act, so you could use it if you want, or you just say... Uh, the main difference between uh, birds and women is I've never had to pay a bird to shit on me. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I was really worried where that conversation was about to go in front of all these people. I was yeah, like, really? Yeah. Uh, You're I good, just, but I don't know about that. Good, but no, that's a that's a good tag. Yeah, that's that that's hilarious. That's very. Thank you, thank you. I will suck your dick later for that. Thank you very much. Truly, the most Neuer perfect joke. Um, on that same. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's all together. Um, the eating ass thing. If you could even be more disgusting. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, I can. Trust me. Yeah, I know. I know. Really. <laughs> and end on. Because you were doing this whole thing going on and on about how eating pussy is gross. It's gross. It's nasty. It's nasty. I eat ass. And yeah. you said it like that. Like, uh, and so really land on it. And maybe like tag. Like, yeah, that's kind of that's that the shit. newest bit I have. So that's something I kind of I want to work on. So yeah. Uh, just be more gross about the like the because eating I, I, I eat pussy like it's going out of style but it, it, the, the eating ass like that is obviously gross so it, the, the eating pussy is, is viewed as not gross that's like the yeah. social str- the construct of it so I guess uh, like could I just bring like from my other jokes about dirty ass just like I'll eat dirty like because I don't eat dirty like, ass I'm but, not like, you freaky know I mean? in the bedroom I just do the normal thing like eat, I eat ass like normalize eating ass yeah okay I th- yeah, right well <laughs> whatever not in this universe it's not <laughs> We can change anything. It's our. It's, we're, we get to shape the reality. Cool. I'm normalizing eating ass. Wow. 2019. Thank you. Put your hands together, Mark Neuer. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, everybody, get ready to listen to and respond to the jokes of Evan Montalongo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um. So. I am uh, from Texas, and uh, I don't have an accent, which bums people out sometimes. Um, and it's like, if you, you only really understand it if you're from Texas, but I guarantee you, you do not want me to have an authentic Texas accent, and I'll prove it to you. I'll, I'll tell a joke that only works in a Texas accent, an authentic one. All right, here it is. ¿Cuáles son las vacas más perezosas? Vacaciones. See, you don't get it, and you would get it if, uh, if you spoke Texan. Um, all right, cool. I'm glad that one's working. Um, I was at the beach and I was talking to this beautiful woman, very beautiful woman. We we're having a great time. We're getting it off. We're, we're getting it off. We're hitting it off really well. Uh, <laughs> and um, she takes off her shirt and she's wearing a Confederate flag bikini. Like, have you ever been outraged and horny at the same time? 
It was very confusing, very confusing, especially for a liberal guy, because I didn't know which way to objectify her. It's like, do I spit game or do I spit some knowledge? You know, like, uh, do I, uh, like, I wanted to rip her top off, but for like all the right reasons, you know? Uh, <laughs> best case scenario, like, we're back at her place and she's like, talk dirty to me. And I'm like, all right, baby, I'm gonna teach you a lesson about the American Civil War. Um, it's funny, people want what they can't have. Like I had this girlfriend who would uh, make me dress up in a top hat, a monocle, and choke her. She had a peanut allergy. <laughs> um, all right, here's a couple one-liners I'm working on. Um, yeah, my girlfriend's really pissed at me because I gave her an STD, but I specifically told her I'm gonna make her the herpiest woman in the world. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Um, oh, yeah, like I had to break up with my friend, my buddy, because, uh, uh, well, I found out he was a racist. I took him to Burger King, and he was like, I don't want Italian food. And I was like, that's not why it's called a Whopper. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I know. I was like, that's, that term is, nobody's really throwing it around these days. I think it's lost some of its hate. Um, I played football, and yeah, I had a few concussions, all right, but nothing serious. I didn't have a uh, Dane bandage or anything like that. Totally fine. Um, football's a game you play when you care more about glory uh, than your own head. It's like, oh man, I can't do math, but they said my name on the loudspeaker. That's pretty cool. Um, I have more tanks on that one. Um, yeah, I'm working on this one right now. So yeah, the concussion, bane damage, which killed. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, here, uh, like I got interviewed for uh, um, uh, the radio uh, one time after a game. They're like, oh, we're here with Evan Montalongo, game-winning tackle. Uh, just let us know what was going through your head in that last play. And I'm like, someone's burning toast. Um, thank you. It's like, thank God I wasn't a quarterback because that would not go well. I like actually tried out for quarterback one time and it did not go well because I was like, blue, I see blue, spots, spots. Mom, what's going on? Peanut butter popsicle, peanut butter popsicle. Can we go to the McDonald's after the game? Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> um, it's all the brain damage. Um, all right, cool. That's all I got time for. Evan Montalongo, single-handedly bringing old-timey racism back to the forefront. One joke at a time. Yeah, one joke at a time. I thought that was a really funny joke. I think that um, when you're going to teach her a lesson, I would then speak in Spanish. Like instead, like be like, I'm going to teach her a lesson and then be like, Cuánto cuesta? Blah, blah, blah. Like say something, you know, because that, that Spanish stuff, that was, that was funny, that was cheeky. I was going to say something similar. Like at the end, your, your last bit, also speak in Spanish. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It was a great set, though. I mean, I don't think there's a lot to... I mean, and it's fun that you punctuated it with um, some super cheesy like one-liners. I'm sure you can break those out in the middle of things to sort of like... Yeah, exactly. It, it's just as a transition out of nowhere. Like... The herpes one is just dumb. Like everyone's gonna, get, you know. It's like you could, but you can even you could get like a little silly. They'll be like, blah, 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 and then I feel like, did you? I mean, there's got to be a bunch of tags for herpes that are just dumb. That and it's like dig double down on it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Evan Montalongo, everybody. Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Vishal Call. Thanks, everybody. What's going on? So I'm stoked, y'all. Made a breakthrough in the gym today. Here's what happened. Worked out really hard. Shirt was off. Looking at myself in the mirror. I was tugging my tummy fat all the way down. And for the first time, I could see, oh, this narcissism is going to be a problem. Uh, now, people tell me I look like I could be uh, in movies, but like as the funny best friend, you know? And like, you know what I tell those people that think I just play a supporting role in their lives? I tell them, Go get her, Tiger. Uh, I'm also flustered because on my way over here, this girl I'm seeing texted me, and she told me I had this thing BDE, if you've heard of it. Yeah, she told me it means baby dick energy. <laughs> you all seem like a cool crowd, so I'm going to get controversial for a second. Hot takes. I fucking love white people. I love white people. There you go. Especially because they all do this very sweet thing where they tell me about the Indian stuff they discover. I love it. <laughs> My friend Kayla, the other day, she was like, Vishal, you have got to try this new thing they only have at Pete's. You're going to love it. It is called turmeric. Because <laughs> great and shy. And uh, white people on the street will stop me and like be like, yo, I love your work on chutney. <laughs> Do Bikram yoga every weekend. Keep with a good job, buddy. And honestly, I appreciate that stuff, though. Because I didn't know what those things were before. <laughs> Grew up in San Jose, went to India one time in the last 10 years. Didn't like it. It was gross. I don't know why white people keep wanting to go to India. Honestly, it's like too hot, too stinky, too crowded. Just go to the Tenderloin. <laughs> I will say, though, I enjoy people teaching me about shit, so now I try to do the same thing. So I'll be like, yo, Spencer, Trader Joe's got this exotic new spice you're going to love called... Mayonnaise. Yo, Kayla, they got this new fad you're going to enjoy called snow sports. Yo, check out this new label. They got this great music you're going you're gonna to love called NPR. Uh, I, I shit on white people, but I think y'all just want a culture. Uh, and I get that. And that's why you all pin your hopes on 23andMe. <laughs> Uh, and if you don't know what it is, I'll fill you in. 23andMe is a bullshit lottery game that only white people play so they can become a minority without working for it. That's the prize. Because you don't see Asian people, be, Asian people being like, I hope I'm 8% Cherokee or some shit like that. There's no ambiguity with us. You know, We can trace our lineage all the way back up to Genghis Khan. <laughs> Fucked a lot of people, y'all. Uh, but, you know, Becky and Chad aren't doing 23andMe so they can, like, uh, confirm their Anglo-Saxon heritage. No, you're doing it in the 1% chance that you're something cool and interesting. Because apparently being, being white isn't good enough. Now you got to gentrify being a minority, too. Here are the rankings, though. I figured it out. Like, uh, best case, you end up a little bit uh, black, because then you get to make other white people feel bad. That's the best thing. Uh, a little bit below that, brown, because then you get to get into college. Worst case, pure white. That is cocaine white, as in you're still privileged enough to afford cocaine. A little bit above that, Jewish. Uh, that's all I want to do today. Thanks, y'all. Mutual call, everyone. Yay.
comments. Those were some really good jokes. Um, I that line gentrify being a minority. I think that's a bigger idea. Yeah. I think that needs to stand on its own. Yeah. Um, and yeah, come somewhere else maybe with um, talking about yeah. We we want to gentrify everything. Could even be a tie to turmeric at whatever right. Starbucks. Um, yeah, whatever. Gentrifying my native, um, my, my people's drinks. Oh God, I'm not good at this. You know what I mean. I thought it was super funny that you were shitting on India and you're Indian. Like that, I was like, I've never heard anybody do that before. Be like, I'm from San Jose, fuck it. Like I'm not teaching me about India. That was, I, I really liked that twist. I thought it was really funny. It played into my own uh, racism. <laughs> but I do love samosas or my desert island food. They are, that's what I would eat forever. The Punjab kind. <laughs> Sorry, go uh, I think you should just hit him with tags. Like when it comes to that fucking, um, the white people bring into your attention all this Indian shit. Like just do like a million, dude. <laughs> just like until their ears bleed. It's so funny. Like you, you could just keep, like there's so many things. Yeah. Like I've heard you do different ones. I think you said like yoga one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many fucking things. These white girls are fucking crazy. There's so many fucking things. So many things. It's hilarious. Um, and like Pam said, shitting on India. Great, dude. Keep it up. Do, you know, doing the Lord's work, you know? All right. <laughs> no, I think that was very funny. It's just, um, it's just really funny a, when you're like, flip, I went there you know? and I hated it. Like, why would you? I just think that's so funny because everyone goes on their like, pilgrimage to go like to India and, and, it's, and you're just like, why would you want to step over homeless people? Come on. Uh, Tuesday, it's like, uh, like uh, you can't, like uh, I can't shit on it because you're shitting on. I can't shit on India more than like Indians are already in, people. Indi- you know they shit in the street. That's the ther- that's a stereotype. Yeah, it's something like that. You'll figure it out. But that's where the tenderloin works so well. That whole like you could even turn that into a whole separate joke where you think you were talking about India, but really you're talking about the tenderloin. Like you could be like you have to walk over questionably housed people and there's shit in the street and they're burning things and there's you know like make it. Yeah. And then say it's the tenderloin, and people will think that it would be a fun like reversal. To expand on that, like if you're going to India, you're like, you're like, yeah, I went to India, and then you start describing the tenderloin, you'd be like, that was just on the way to the airport through the through the tenderloin. You're like, I didn't even get there yet, and then when you get there, you're like, oh, I could have just stayed in the tenderloin. And also, the I like the flip in the I think the I uh, the idea of like white people going to India for like a yeah. po- pilgrimage, flipping it on its head, and, like Indian people coming to America for a, 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 like a pilgrimage, and like all the shitty cultural things that they would like attach themselves to and bring back. Uh, I just wanted because you kept looking at your phone. Do you write out your jokes word for word? Uh, I have used to do the whole thing, and then now I'm trying to like just do kind of bullet points. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. 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 All, all I would say was yeah. Yeah. Just try not to because it, it did feel like I, I think what you're going was good, but you got to uh, it. It didn't always feel super natural. Like yeah. you're talking. It felt like you're reciting something that you have memorized word for word. Yeah. So you might want to try like taking the same premises and just. Just going, I'm going to talk about these premises, but just do it as, like, know where you're going with the punchline, but don't really do the setup word for word, just to make it, give it a more natural feel. I I don't know what what you want to do with this one, but, uh, like, I wanted to bring to your attention that 23andMe just added, like, Indian subdivisions, so you can see, like, what part of India you're from now, because they didn't have enough data beforehand, but now they do, so, I don't know. You can also feel special. Yeah. (laughs) Dropping knowledge. 
Hot facts. All right, thank you, Vishal Call. Vishal Call, everyone. Yay. Thanks. Yay. That's how the joke workshop works. Yay, everybody's happy. Uh, keep paying attention and being awesome for your next comedian. Put your hands together for James Mora. I like making stacks. How's it going, everybody? How are we doing? Anyone else pretty drunk right now? All right. Um, this is cool, guys. I've been on a fucking bender, dude. My, anyway, we can do on that. We can talk about this later. Um, have you guys seen the video of the guy getting fucked by the horse? You don't. You haven't seen it? Cool people. Yeah, Mark has probably watched it about 15 times. Um, <laughs> Uh, so there's a video, it's called Mr. Hands, uh, the synopsis, spoiler alert, for those who plan to watch it, it's a guy getting fucked by horse, um, it's pretty straightforward, I was watching, it was like, this is a cool video, you know, I like nature and shit, you know what I mean, um, it made me feel good, and then, and then, and then I heard, the, so the guy dies, which is a bummer, you know, and that made me pretty sad to hear that, and I was thinking, what a shitty funeral for his parents, you know what I mean, like, that's a, that's a rough way for your son to go, you know what I mean, right? Like, that's not the way I'd want. And also eulogizing that dude must have been pretty tough too, you know what I mean? Like, Frank was a good boy, loved the outdoors, really loved horses, it seems. In the end, he just loved them too much, it appears. Um, and sorry, just to continue on this point, not to you know beat a dead horse or anything, um, I just wonder, did they do like an open casket funeral? Like, what was it, you know, what was that like, right? Because whatever, I just wonder, I just think whatever face you're making when you're being as fucked to death by a horse, I assume it just stays on your face forever, you know? So just, it was just like, all right, that's the whole, that's the whole of that one. Um, cool, I was, uh, I was driving pretty high recently. I was driving back from Sacramento and, uh, I was, I, so a song came on that I really liked and I was trying to turn it up on the volume on the left side of the steering wheel, but I was so high that I was actually just turning the cr cruise control up faster and faster and faster. Uh, but I was too high to realize that. So I just felt myself getting more and more excited. I was like, this song is awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> do you guys ever think about how there used to be no deodorant? Like, do you guys ever think about that? Like, everyone used to just smell like, like the whole world used to just smell like Bart. You guys ever <laughs> think about, like, you ever, you ever think about the fact that Jesus Christ used to just smell like ass? You know? Like, that's actually why we say Jesus Christ like that, is because at one point he, like, lifted his arms to, like, do a miracle, and everyone was like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, let's fucking, they were like, oh my God. He was like, yeah? <laughs> It's like, dude, you smell like shit right now. Um, th I think that's also why the population was so low because everyone, people smell too bad to get close enough to each other to fuck, you know what I mean? Like, have you guys ever, my friend, have you ever gone down on your girlfriend right after she gets off of work? It's been like an eight hour day. It was kind of hot. She was kind of stressed, right? It's a bad, if you ever, all I'm saying is if you ever want to lose your boner, just imagine going down on a woman in the 1600s, you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty, probably a pretty tough situation. Um, all right. Cool. I've, I don't give money to white homeless people. Um, what happened? Where did this go wrong? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I, I feel like for, for you to deserve any of my money, I deserve an explanation, you know? Because you guys wrote... 
you guys invented capitalism to oppress brown people, so it's like why, like what? And b black homeless people, I'm I'm out here hooking brothers up. You know what I mean? Like I'm giving twenties out, right? And they can they can fucking smell it on me too. The other day, like uh, <laughs> they can smell it. The other day, I was I was walking by a black homeless person, like, hey brother, and I was like, all right. She's like, yo, let me get five. And I just gave him five dollars. I was like, I don't see. But it's like with white homeless people, it's like. I just turned into like a Fox News host, you know? I'm like, get a job. <laughs> it's not that hard, my friend. And, and, and I feel like at this point, like, like until we figure out this whole reparations thing, white people still owe me money, homeless or not, right? <laughs> so a white homeless person is like, let me get some change. I'm like, let me get that 40 acres and a mule, bro. Like, can we talk about that? All right, let's spin it. Thank you. Oh, the always funny James Mora. That was amazing. When you lift your arms, it smells like $20 bills. I would do a call back to like when people are asking you for money, like that you, when you walk around, they can smell it on you. Yeah. Do like a little call back to the Jesus thing instead of it being that he stunk so bad. It's like you stink of 20s oh, okay. or like a fresh crisp hundreds or whatever. Be, I'm like an elitist. Yeah, you smell elitist. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for calling me your friend. Um, are you actually on a bender right now? I, I am, dude. All right. I started dating this girl, and she's insane. Nice. I hope it's going well. Uh, I've been on a lot of uppers and the for funeral. the last month. That's what, yeah, that's what the definition of Ben Can is. we edit this out? No, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like on, I'm on one right now, dude. Just funny games that rewind. Uh, the, the bit <laughs> about the, the funeral. Is there any possibility of you adding like uh, like the horse was at the funeral? Like this idea of a lover being concerned. Ooh, I really like that, huh? Okay, okay, cool. They invite the horse. Cool. Glad like I he could has to meet the dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny, man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Do you think they invited the horse? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I loved your son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is his wife. Yeah. <laughs> his departed. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. That's, this is that, late that wife, is yeah. His late wife, like Barbara per, or something. I don't know. like making the 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 animal like more human is is literally yeah. part, part of like a huge step or th theory in comedy. What was the last Triple Crown winner? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you feel remorse? It's like no, I've tore that ass up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, you can always bring not my sea fault. Biscuit. You can always bring sea biscuit into it. Everybody yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Here's his yeah. Mr. Here's his late wife sea biscuit. Right? Mr. Yeah. Ed, Mr. Mr. Ed's Ed was a talking, talking horse, horse yeah. but that's kind of like super dated. Yeah, but super so is so is so is sea like the the sea biscuit was from that's the twenties or something. Yeah, this was like the most filthy, disgusting set I've ever heard from you. Oh yeah, I, no, I loved it. Like it, it was. I've just. I'm, I've changed. I, I have to take a shower. Thanks, man. And that's like a lot from me. You know what I mean? Like me. Like come on. Like yeah. that's that's great. I think uh, ta like if you if since you're going already going that dirty, I would like the dude's ass must have been just completely like destroyed, right? It was. So yeah, like, I mean, you're, was, you, like when you bad. die, you shit, right? Well, like like he would just literally shit out his entire like everything. They think they call it a prolapsed rectum if you want to begin. Yeah, no, that's past prolapse. I think it was worse imagine. than that. I think he yeah, made, no, just the, like, Have you seen the video? I don't he watch makes porn, a noise. No, I don't, make, I don't watch porn. I the knew dude, Mark would have seen porn. the video. <laughs> no, the dude makes a noise. You could tell when he really gets like completely penetrated. You know, like Mr. Mr. Hands. Hands yeah. yeah, two guys, one horse. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah, you can no, tell. It's, it's art, really. You can tell when it like the penis like sort of passes, passes his the healthy brain. region. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, dude, it's a fucking horse cock, dude. It's like your forearm, dude. Yes, he does. He, well, dies, I mean, he dies later, yeah. I, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that was very shortly after. Yeah. I don't even think he probably made that ambulance ride, dog. <laughs> I'm sure during it was some of the most pleasurable moments of his life. You know what I mean? Great. So. Yeah. It's I think clear you can kind of tell. The video. I think you can kind of tell. I'm gonna get off the microphone. With a certain, <laughs> with a certain thrust, I think you can tell. It's like this dude's in some trouble. Yeah. Do we, do we do we already do like what if the horse came to the funeral? You guys just did that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, if like uh, the guy's parents are like you know like Godfather one like after Sonny dies. <laughs> yeah. Look what that horse did to my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was just thinking with the the homeless uh, guy joke, the white homeless people. Yep. My mind went to like sports or something. I don't know a lot about sports, but there's something there with like you you had like a three one lead or something, and you like blew it. Right? Yeah, yeah. What the metaphor is? Yeah. No, if I had more time, I try to do like the short version. Yeah, but if with more time, I I really just go more into how easy it is to be white and not homeless. Like it's pretty. It's actually fairly easy I think you know just do anything <laughs> like yeah for the uh, for the homeless thing I think you should call the guy white devil what? Yeah, I think it's just funny to call a homeless man that white <laughs> yeah, yeah, already yeah. down and out um, and for the Jesus thing you said shit I'm wearing Jordans or something yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But, and I think you should uh, for the, uh, the Jesus thing you said shit at some point when you say holy shit um. Yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, for uh, uh, Miss the Mr. Hands thing. Have you? This is kind of unrelated, but have you seen the jar in the butt video? No. It's, it, oh yes. As far as things oh, in butt videos go. Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just want more people at the Bay Area Comedy to talk about the jar in the butt because I don't have any jokes about the jar in the butt. But it's one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen in it's, my life. It's really terrible. Yeah, Charity, you should check this out too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of blood. It's. Do not put mason jars in your anus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, yeah, that, that's the bit of advice I would give. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah don't fuck horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and what if uh, someone jokingly said about uh, Mr. Like the guy being married? What if what if his wife was like pregnant, and then a few months later she gives birth <laughs> to a pony, and then just <laughs> to a centaur? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Like, what the fuck? Is it? I was like, yeah, he, he looks like not, you. Yeah. Not to Sorry. beat a dead horse, but there's one more thing. Um, Rumi. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I I was very I was yeah. proud of myself for that one. Uh, Rumi wrote a poem in like the 1300s called The Gourd, and it's literally about a rich woman who has sex with a donkey, but she uses this gourd, and her servant lady watches her through. It's a poem that Rumi wrote, and a servant girl watches her through this window, but doesn't see the gourd, and then dies because she fucks the donkey. And the moral of the story is: use see everything before you try something. No, what's really going on? But it was it's a poem written in the 1300s. Just yeah. So she for, she. Was she fucked the donkey and also died? No, no, because the servant girl died because the woman fucked the donkey all the time, but she used the gourd so it wouldn't penetrate, wouldn't eviscerate her because she put this thing, this hollowed out gourd between oh, okay. her and the donkey. So it was sort of like a, a, like barrier. a barrier. Like a shield. Yeah, yeah like a shield. Damn, dude. Too, too wrap it up. So I guess if you're going to fuck a, a beast, like wrap it up. Is right, it, that was the, the message, I think. The, exactly. The, the, and like the perspective of the horse, like the horse like, what, I'm not going to go all the way in? Like, you're gonna lead, yeah. me, lead me on like that, you know? There's no just the tip with a horse. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all the way. Yeah. About to get this ass, dog. All right. On Everybody, that James Mora! <laughs> that is right! Wow. <laughs> your next comedian. Put your hands together for Aaron Yabba Dabba Doodle Lily Lewis. Yeah! Hey, man, here's the thing you got to see. Woo! Whoa. 
Uh, just to preface, I also have a sh- joke about sh- getting shit on, but I don't enjoy it in the joke, and it's not good luck, so figure it out if whatever. Uh, yeah, I got out of a long relationship recently, and uh, to get over it, I did what everybody else should do, which is fuck one of their friends. It really makes the grieving process a lot shorter. Um, and I've realized recently that being alone is really not that bad. Like there's a lot of things that are way worse than being alone, like getting raped. Like I'm sure if you're getting raped, you probably would much prefer to be alone. Or like if you're getting shit on by another person and you don't pay for it. Like, I'm sure some people are into that, but I'm not into that. And if you're not into it, I don't really know how you get into that kind of situation. Like, maybe you lost a bet. It's like, oh, how about I bet you that my team beats your team? And it's like, well, I don't have any money. It's like, okay, well, how about if you lose, I drop a log on you? It's like, yeah, I'll take that bet. Let's fucking do it. Just watching this sports game, whatever fucking game it is, and it just slowly becomes apparent that you're going to lose this bet. The other person's just fucking eating Indian food and drinking coffee. It's like, oh, no. This person's going to drop a big steamy on me. I'd much rather be alone than this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's been, I've been putting myself out there and it's been pretty weird, uh, being alone. Uh, but it's been fun. Um, like I, uh, I was like just drinking and crying in my beer or whatever. And I met this lesbian couple and, uh, <laughs> they were really supportive of me. They were trying to take care of me and they're like, Oh, you're so sweet. And it was last call. And they're like, why don't you just come over to our place? And we're going to take ecstasy and drink whiskey. And I was like, wow, I'd love that. This is amazing. I don't really have a punchline for this, but this has actually happened. Like, we went over to their place, and they were braiding my hair, and we took ecstasy, and we were watching Game of Thrones. And I was like, man, yeah, fuck that ex-girlfriend. I mean, yeah, I should have wrote this out better. Uh, have you ever done cocaine and thought, yeah, I'm definitely fluent in Spanish. (laughs) I went to this after hours place, um, and it was just like totally shady. It was just like all Asians and like Mexicans smoking inside and gambling and clearly selling drugs. And, uh, I just did a fat line of wrestling powder. And uh, I just thought to myself, yo hablo espanol. All of a sudden, I was talking about Liga Mexicano. I don't even know watch soccer. But one time, I got a backpack that said Cruz Azul on it. So I picked their side. And I was like, yeah, Pumas, Hotos. Tigres, Bendejos. All right? And by the end of the night, fucking degree in Espanol. All right, yeah, that was stupid. All right, thank you. Aaron Lewis, everyone. Yay.
Yeah. I just want to say I really like your rape joke. It's probably always going to bomb, but for just <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. So just yeah, maybe keep doing I don't know. <laughs> how how, probably, bra- how yeah. brave, brave of you. How brave of you to do a rape joke. <laughs> you had a lot of funny stuff in there tonight. You're, you ended really strong. You had a lot of... you. I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen you in a long time, and I feel like you've improved vastly. I wrote all that like today. Well, like Later. that's great. I don't know what wrestling powder is. I'm assuming it's cocaine, but yeah, oh like yeah, wrestling powder. I, yeah, it was cocaine. Oh. Yeah, I I just thought that was like a funny, funny thing it just is. to f- refer to cocaine as wrestling powder. You can do an act out after it. Oh, can you smell what the, I just sniffed in my nose? Oh. So I thought you had some good stuff in there about like both ecstasy and cocaine, but like, you know, if you could like compare and contrast, like it was there, it just wasn't like put together. Like on one of them, you're like braiding hair with lesbians or whatever. And the other one, you're like fighting people or like speaking Spanish. Like yeah. how those drugs interact or like how they're different was, was something I think about a lot, so. Did um, did my sh- getting shit on joke step on anybody else's toes? Do you think? No. Oh. No. Okay. Good. I just like the idea that like I make a bet with somebody that I don't have money, and then it's just like, well, someone's getting shit on. Like, I don't know. I it made me laugh, but clearly no one else. But everybody poops. Yeah. Put your hands together for Aaron Lewis. All right, moving right along. A name I've never said before. Clap your hands wildly for AJ Tripathy. Close enough. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks for coming to listen to me talk. Um, this is a lot cheaper than therapy, and uh, like Sergio, who I think just stepped out, I also don't have health insurance right now. Um, what else? I uh, also recently got out of a pretty long relationship. It was uh, six and a half years. Um, so she she said she wanted to be polygamous, and I was like, oh, well, maybe. Like, I could try that. But then I remembered that I don't have health insurance, so, <laughs> so it'd be a bad idea. But uh, maybe maybe Sergio will hook me up with some, some of his penicillin uh, in the future. Um, no, like, I think, I think polygamy's cool. I think, like, the principle, in principle, it's a good idea, but, like, it's 2019 and sex is still like very very complicated like uh i had actually like like getting emergency contraception is like impossible like i had a scare recently like i was going i was on this date and like we went back to her place and like it had been like six years since i'd had sex because i just got out of this six and a half year relationship Um, and so i was like i was just like ready to go and i was like well do you have any condoms? Because I wasn't actually expecting to get that far. Um, And she's like, sure. And she pulls out just like a strip of magnums. And I'm like, oh great, you have my size. Uh, No, actually I'm terrified. But like, again, it's been like so long and I'm like, all right, let's give this this a shot. And just like somehow through like sheer like force of will and like just a lot of balance, like I managed to get this thing on. So like, 
I'm in, you know, it's 30 seconds, I'm out, I'm done. And like, I look down and the condom has come off. I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. Like, you cannot get pregnant right now. I don't have health insurance. Um, so we kind of like go, you, and like, if the condom's off and you're not sure where it is, like, you kind of have to go fishing. Um, so you just kind of like reach in and like grab it and, and, and like, it's fine, but it's, it's a mess. It's, it's everywhere. Um, so, and we have to like go to all these different Walgreens and like the pharmacists are just like workers at, at Gap. They're like, well, do you have any, uh, do you have any plan B? And they say, uh, no. And you say, uh, well, can you check in the back? And they say, no because they don't have any. So uh, anyway, it turns out like if this happens, you have to go to like the, like you can go to the ER and they have it there. And uh, luckily she had health insurance. So <laughs> it ended up being fine. Um, yeah, so I have been, I have been dating a lot, um, but uh, I, I've realized the secret to online dating. It's um, put a picture of a dog in your profile picture. Like, and it, it, it doesn't matter if it's your dog, it, and it's almost better if it isn't, if you're like not looking for commitment, because you just say like, oh, you know, like I foster puppies. Um, yeah, that's uh, the stuff I wanted to do today. Hey, AJ, how do you say your last name? It's Ajay Tripathi. Ajay, okay, Ajay Tripathi. Yeah. All right, I just have to put the emphasis on the other syllable. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, the first thing that I would worry, I would, um, you, you have, you have well-written jokes and, uh, just be cautious of your, you have some clicks. You say, um, you click your tongue and you say like a lot. And I don't think that you mean to do them. You're sort of using them as place setters sort of while you're thinking. So I challenge you to listen to this set and next time try not to say like or um or click your tongue and it's hard because then you have to sit with the silence while you're thinking but you can kind of draw a laugh out of that too um oh and it's you kept saying polygamy and i think they call it polyamorous polyamory but there's a joke there there's got to be a joke in there that you think that it's called polygamy and you keep calling it polygamy but it's really polyamory and there's got to be something in there for you um, and then when you mentioned the fishing, you started with the metaphor, use the whole metaphor. So use your finger, my finger's like a rod and I had to string it with a slimy worm and like I had to, I had to get in there and find the slimy worm, whatever. Like you, you use the word fishing and then you didn't continue using adjectives that would make that metaphor happen and I feel like that could be very funny. But the, all, the, all of your premises are, are great and unique to you and, and really funny, so yay. Other people. Uh, two quick thoughts. Uh, I got out of this six-year relationship six months ago, so I haven't had sex in six years. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. Uh, my friend gave me some advice. She said, well, this is, yeah, my friend gave me some advice for online dating. She said, your picture should be of a dog if you want like, a nice self-deprecating one. You're pretty good at storytelling. Um, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't 100% sure on whether or not certain things were punchlines. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, um, uh, yeah, yeah, just, that's it. Like, yeah. pause more maybe? Or, or yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's, like, I always try to just 
rework ideas as much yeah. as possible. So, yeah, thanks. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Ajay Chapathi. All right, thank you guys so much for hanging in. Uh, we are in the second hour. We're getting to it. Uh, to let you guys know, the last two I have on this list in here are Kyle Morrissey and Rafi D. Sussman, but I know there's more out there on that list, so if anybody could kind of like pass that list back. All right. I want to make sure we get everybody in tonight. And right now, clap your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. Thank you. All right, yeah, my name is Kyle, obviously. Um, so three-day weekend, I was hanging out with my, uh, my, my girlfriend's relatives, and her little cousin showed me a video of the new... Li- showed me a trailer of the new live-action Dora the Explorer movie. And at the end of the trailer, it just says, this film is not yet rated. <laughs> like, who's this movie going to be for? Uh, is the MPAA still deciding whether or not that scene where they pull Swiper's teeth out one by one with pliers is suitable for children under 13 not accompanied by an adult? I'm going to go see it. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Nice to have a three-day weekend. I was I was out of town. I was watching my sister graduate from college. Uh, very happy for her. Um, she killed it. She did a great job in college. My college experience was not like hers. Um, she got like straight A's. It was a part of like societies. I uh, my my four years of college were filled with just loneliness, depression, anxiety. Um, so it really bothers me when people say that college is the best four years of your life because comparatively speaking, college was still the best four years of my life. So, um, but I'm going to be back, uh, happy to be back. Was up in Oregon. Flight, flight back was terrible. Um, happy to be back in San Francisco. I've lived here for a minute. Have you guys ever lived in a city for so long that you just stopped believing fire trucks? <laughs> like, like, like when an emergency vehicle goes by with its sirens on, are you just like, mm, I doubt it. Like, like where are these, where are the fires? Like, like if there were as many fires as there were fire trucks, like there would be no city. Um, and don't tell me it's someone who's fallen and can't get up because there are no more old people in San Francisco. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I would like to think that the people who, uh, it, what it is, is the people who, who, you know, lied about having to be gluten free accidentally did give themselves celiac disease. And it's just like, I've eaten two pieces of pizza. It feels like I have radiation poisoning. Uh, anyone here meditate? Yeah, try to meditate. I guess that's sort of the operative word. Try. Um, yeah, I uh, I like I like trying to meditate. I do these like guided videos, uh, uh, like YouTube videos online. And one I was listening to, uh, man with a very lovely British accent, I was like, picture all of your thoughts as balloons. So I tried that, and I ended up in Stephen King's It really quickly. Um, it was very scary. Uh, none of the balloons were funny. I was like, I can't use any of these. Um, I tried those like those breathing meditations, like breathe in breathe out. And, um, typically I try to do it when I'm short on time. So I just play them on two X speed, which isn't very productive. I just end up hyperventilating and passing out. So, um, but I need to meditate. Uh, I've been stressed lately. You watch the news. There's a lot of mass shooters. It's always a young white guy. So people are always worried about whether or not you're going to be the next mass shooter. And I feel like that's not totally fair 
I'm definitely going to be a serial killer. Like, 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 cause if anything, like I still need like an emotional, intimate connection with my victims. Like I'm not a monster. Um, so yeah, I was, a uh, someone watching me the other night was like, well, you look like a serial killer. I was like, all right, cool. I'm connecting with the audience. This is great. Um, really fitting into the whole like psychopathic murderer persona up here. Uh, it's a good fit. Not as good a fit as my neighbor's skin, but, um, okay, all right, that's enough. Uh, um, I saw I saw a trailer for the new, there's a new Charles Manson film coming out, and I was like, really, already? Like, another superhero movie? <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Um, let's see. I thought I was hearing the music. Uh, yeah, all right, I'm gonna call it there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Gail Morrissey has really, really delicate ears because I really, I turned up the submixer over there, but this one still it bleeds a little bit and you actually heard the bleeding of the sound. So kudos on you. You can still hear. Um, good for you. I was like, ah, what am I doing? Uh, really funny stuff. One thing, uh, celiac disease is real. <laughs> Just like, um, try not to punch down too much on people with real diseases, but I, I get, I know I get like, I get like when people are like gluten, they say gluten free and it's like a thing and vegans are also lame and stuff. But I believe that if you really do have celiac disease and you eat two pieces of pizza, it really does feel like radiation poisoning. Like it's actually a funny punchline if you're a person with celiac, but if you're not and you're punching down, I'm sorry, I just came from Portland and Seattle where they are so fucking sensitive. Like it is, I'm like, I should be a little more sensitive, but it's just a thing. Like, because yeah, yeah. when you're in a room, like there are people that actually do suffer from that disease. So they, you could, you could make them sad because it's, it does suck to like have, it's like so much gas. Like you feel like you're going to explode. Like your whole body just feels like a bomb. Like it's, it's, I've I have friends. So not that I'm shaming you and I, I hate to do that. I'm, I'm just only saying it because I just came back from Seattle and everyone is so touchy over that. Like they are crazy. I was just in Oregon too. Um, I can't even believe I came up with that. Yeah, no, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's still like, you just have to think of a way to couch it because it is the line radiation, poison, two pieces of pizza with radiation poisoning is a really funny thing. Like, I don't know. I just don't know how to make it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But it's still, it's a good. Line. And the fire truck line was great. That was, that was, I complete that whole thing. I was like, exactly. Like, are they, yeah. I, I don't remember how you got into the serial killer thing, but if you go from like the Dora trailer to the Manson trailer, to the superhero thing, and then you talk about all your serial killer stuff, it could be just like a w good way to go from one thing to the next. Okay. Instead I might want to hear a little bit more about that. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yay! Kyle Morrissey, yay! All right, everyone's still hanging in. We're moving along. We have three comics left. Keep being awesome for each other. Put your hands together for Rafi Sussman! Yay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I rode my bicycle here, and boy, is my ass sweaty. It is. It's riding a bicycle now um, to try to be... Uh, mobile. <laughs> it's gonna take me an hour and a half to get here on a train and bus. So I rode a bicycle. Uh, it, was, it was it was terrible. It took me a uh, long time to get here. I was thinking about new stuff. It took me four. It took me forty minutes to get here on a bicycle. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking about getting a car now. Pay any amount of money to have dry underwear. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it's your, uh, the thing I don't, I used to have a car. The thing I don't miss about having a car is traffic. Uh, when you, when you see like the emerge, the fire trucks and the police and the whatever paramedics, I always hope someone died in an accident. I just, just to make it worth me waiting five extra minutes. <laughs> it's like someone better be in real pain because I are, I left the house too late. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the Ninja Turtles made me think getting radicalized was a lot cooler than it actually is. I thought getting radicalized was all skateboards and pizza, but it's not something super different. I don't think Colombian people are lazy, but I do think everything from Colombia makes you more awake like sugar and coffee and cocaine. I love white powders a lot, like sugar and flour and cocaine. Um, salt. <laughs> something. There's something there. There's something there. My uncle passed away a few years ago, and uh, I was very sad all the family was like at his house after the funeral, you know, and I was kind of like looking at his stuff. I picked up his harmonica and I blew into it. And my auntie came into the room because she heard the noise. She goes, you know, I think your uncle would have wanted you to have that harmonica. And I was like, oh, auntie, I don't know. I think he would have wanted me to have his car. Pretty sure he left some weed around here somewhere. <laughs> no, it's harmonica's great, thanks. I uh, graduated from college on Friday. Thank you. I have never felt more like a white man. I'll, this is just something I wrote down, but I'll elaborate because I have your attention. I have that real, like, I can do anything feeling. Like, I. You know, I can't like play in the WNBA, but maybe the NBA. No, but yeah, just this fucking, this like limited, limitless potential fucking, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a weird feeling graduating from college. I have no more fucking obligations except to feed and clothe and shelter myself. So that's kind of liberating and cool. And I wish you all the fucking same. Um... I have no other shit I really want to work on except for last week when I was talking about uh, something else. Oh, I was, I'm working on this song where it goes, uh, sometimes I feel like sucking a penis, licking the balls and drinking the gum. I don't ever want to feel Ashamed of being gay. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Yay, Robbie Sussman. Yay, and then yay. Oh, wait, let me turn your microphone on. Here you go. Uh, wool underwear is not that expensive. Um, and okay. And salt, salt is a crystal. <laughs> It's more like it's more like a meth than a than a cocaine. Thank you.
Uh, I would also, I would cut to the punch of, did you, I'd pay, because you, you said I'd pay any amount of money for dry underwear. That was really, really funny. And I just get to it faster okay. because it's a really, it's a funny punch. And the way you delivered it was like really great. And then um, when you're talking about white powders, um, then you brought up white people at the end. I think that there's some misdirect you can do with white power as opposed to powder, like by miss, by saying it wrong in some way maybe like okay. or that i didn't like i like i like white powders not white 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 power white powders or something like all kinds of white powders like blah blah yeah. blah blah blah, 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 blah. Just, there's a lot of them cool thank just you for fun but it was um super funny stuff cool other thanks. comments cool it's, thanks okay Yay! Two comics left. Y'all are holding fast. You're doing great. Clap your hands together right now for Ian Levy. Thank you very much. Uh, I met a woman recently who told me she was undefeated in thumb wars. Uh, uh, So I said, okay, I challenge you to a thumb war. And she said, no. Like, well, in that case, I'm undefeated at Muay Thai. Like, what is this? That's bullshit. That's, that's not how that works. You can't just be throwing out that moniker. Like, I'm undefeated at the boards, but not accepting challengers. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was dumb. I like, um, I spend most of my free time watching videos on the internet. I watch a lot of videos that are titled Social Experiments. Have you guys seen videos where people are like, Social Experiments? I I think it's weird for a video that calls itself a social experiment. They're never very scientific. <laughs> like all every time I watch one, it's like it'll be these two bros, and they're like, "Oh, today for our social experiment, oh, we're gonna throw snakes at the elderly." <laughs> it's like what? Is and then it's just cuts to him like swinging a cobra over his head <laughs> in a nursing home. Well, some guys like in a walker, like ah, you know. And then at the end, they break it down like in our analysis. The elderly are reptile bigots. It's like, oh, it's fucking, I don't need to know any of that. It's, you're just torturing old people. <laughs> like, it seems wrong. It seems not what Carl Sagan would have wanted. I don't know. I also watch a lot of prank videos. I've learned uh, abuse is legal as long as you film it and call it a prank. <laughs> as Like, I watched a video where a woman hit her husband in the face with a frying pan <laughs> and it wasn't even like uh it wasn't even well orchestrated like she walked in and he was like hey where's the tv remote she was like bam and just just smacked him on the side of the head and the video was titled like i pranked larry it's like no you killed larry like that is, that is you can't that's who the fuck is that shit <laughs> that's not right i don't know i work in a uh, i work in a cafe uh, and I found that people never know what they're ordering. Like all the time, they just, they are always come in and they'll try to order something fancy off the menu. They'll be like, oh, I'd like a flat white. Uh, and then every time I just give them a cappuccino <laughs> and they're always happy 100% of the time. They're always like, oh, thanks, this is great. And because they don't know what they're, they just want to sound Italian. They're like, oh, grazie. And then they drink it there because they don't know. I mean, they could say, they'll come in and be like, oh, can I try the chicken shawarma cappuccino? Boom, they're good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> What they have. Um, do you guys ever ask yourself the question, uh, am I in a cult? Not enough. 
Yeah, yeah, apparently not. It's a good question. Man. I don't know. It wouldn't take much for me. I'll do what you say if you have, like, a strong jawline. It doesn't, you know, that's my, why would God make you beautiful if you weren't supposed to lead me? Like, that's my, I don't, that's just the way I do it. Like, I, like, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, but I've always been one just because that's how my parents raised me. You know, my mom just has a strong jawline. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I don't even really, like, care about animals or anything. You know, like, I'll dropkick a chicken, man. I just won't eat it. I'll just fucking, fucking, chickens suck, man. (laughs) They have talons. No fun animals have talons. No one's ever like, hey, look at that koala. Just watch out for its talons. Okay, that's all my time. Ian Levy. A perfect set from Ian Levy. Not a stinker in the bunch. Every single one of them flowed perfectly. They were hilarious. From the social experiments into legal abuse, into cappuccinos, into the cult thing, you were completely solid the whole way through. I, it was like a perfect three minutes and 30 seconds. It was what I would use for any competition. It was spot on. Like there are, I can't have, I have nothing to add. Oh, thanks. Oh, I like it. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> it's a really good set. Is that it? Does anybody have anything to say? Anyone? Does anybody else want to compliment him? Because it really was a great fucking set. No? Okay. Ian Levy! This is a great fucking set. All right, your last comedian of the night. Thank you guys so much for staying here the whole time. It really makes a difference when people care and listen to each other's jokes and they're supportive. Blah blah blah. Community. I just came from Portland. Blah blah blah. Put your hands together, one for your last comedian of the night, Patty Cakes. Uno momento. Well, I make a donation. And then I do this for good luck. I, I put a dollar in an art display. So um, uh, I put my notes in my pocket um, because I don't like to look at them. Dear Heavenly Father, please give me everything I want. Okay, love you too, bye. Um, if. Who's who's watching Game of Thrones, and who doesn't want to be spoiled? Watching this show, you've probably been spoiled. Um, six great seasons, and then uh, you know what? The books aren't even done, okay? And they're never going to be done. He's dead. He's going to die before he finishes because his method for writing. I'm talking about J.R.R. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, that's George R.R. Um, it's very, uh, very, what's up with that guy? Um, uh, you know what? Uh, I finally met someone who uses a poop knife. Uh, if you want to know what a poop knife is, ask someone you think is, uh, ill. Uh, I'm going to put that there. And then I'm going to do this. Uh, do you ever think that you're farting next to your girlfriend? Or, or uh, do you ever think that you're farting next to your partner in bed? Like thinking that you might actually be farting in bed next to your partner? Um, it's a thinker. Um, 
So I asked, uh, my girlfriend was going to the kitchen and, I, and she asked me, do you want anything? And I said, sure, could you make me some chocolate milk? And she said, well, how do you make that? And I said, well, uh, take a glass. You put about two um, squirts of Hershey syrup, um, not Hershey squirts. Um, the, the, that, that was the hinge of the joke. Uh, I was at the dispensary not 10 minutes ago. It's legal now, mom. Um, and you either laughed or something funny happened there that you had to be there for. Um, an immortal dog. Uh, every time the owner dies, he gets a new human or she dog. Um, does eventually does the dog become the master um it was raining and i'm tired of looking at where um little creatures are on the ground because i care about them um pikachu uh detective pikachu the movie was not aimed at adults but we are clearly all grown up now um, let's not aim at the original target audience. Let's go for the endless masses. Uh, something about misfortune of having children, but of course they're all blessings. Uh, riff. I'm going to riff for two minutes. No? One minute? Um, how long do I have? A I'm done? No riff. You start. Okay. Uh. Who, who, who has friends? <laughs> you don't have to rub it in. I'm just asking. Um, you've all, um, most of you stuck around and that's great because no one ever wants to talk about my stuff. Or I just do that well, thank you. Patty cakes, yay! And then yay, comments for patty cakes, charity, cool. Maybe with the poop knife um, joke, there are probably people who haven't heard about the poop knife, don't know that story. Um, and it might be funny if uh, you talk about it because it's a weird thing and you talk about how weird it is uh, that this guy had in his family this poop knife. Um, and then just go on about how weird it is and then uh, mention something really bizarre and equally weird that you personally have that nobody does or that you use. Okay. The, the friends joke at the end was really funny, the riffs. <laughs> that was really, because it was also, it felt really real and it was, it was very funny. Ian. Oh, I'd just say, uh, it seemed like you were, uh, I, I, I said this to someone else kind of similar, but do you do you work off your, like, uh, word for word, kind of off what you write? Because it seemed like you were pretty focused on what you had written on your phone. So I, I just recommend trying to just do, like, bullet points or something just to force you to do it in a more kind of naturalistic style, if that makes sense. Just kind of have a general gist of what you want to talk about, and then just try talking about it, and then you'll find on stage you'll kind of, the wording will kind of come to you, because mm -hmm. you'll just talk like you're explaining it to someone. Instead of sticking to this rigid like wording that you're looking for, if that makes sense. They are in bullet points, but I kind of memorized how they go. Right. 
Okay, uh, yeah. That, I mean, that, that's okay. I'm just... Uh, that you might want to try doing it just without your phone on stage at all just to force you because you'll there'll be a couple times where you'll forget exactly what you want but after a while you'll realize you won't need the phone as like a crutch so because you'll if you don't like stop looking at the phone now you'll kind of start to depend on it right so it's just it just helps to uh, it, you will go through a couple sets that kind of suck because you'll just forget everything you wanted to talk about but you'll get over that at a certain point once you build up that muscle a little bit Okay, just I, a couple I, failures under my belt, and then I'll be ready. No, well, it's um, at, for an ex- I did the same thing as an example. There used to be a place called Club Ninety Three, and they did a um, open mic on Mondays. And there was a time when I went up, and people were challenging me. I'd been in comedy for about a year and a half, and people were challenging me to do it without my notes. And I was even like, I'd write them on a napkin and put it behind a glass, so that when I was sipping my beer, nobody could see me doing it. It was like it was hidden in the napkin because I'm a genius. I learned it from someone else. I learned it from someone else. But there was a time when I was trying to remove that from myself, and I had to say I completely forgot every single joke I'd ever written and I ended up hiding under the beer bar and crying and comedians like it's okay fam you had to do that like you have to it was awful and it was uncomfortable and I literally cried underneath the bar I was also very drunk but I couldn't remember not one joke not and I just sat there in front of the microphone and I was like I can't remember not even one joke I don't even I can't even and I just like left it was like a minute after I left and I and I broke down and people were like no 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 that's good (laughs) but you gotta go through that because it's scary the first time you do it without your notes but then you have to think like it's a fucking open mic at Mutiny Radio it's fine none of us this is the place to fall down you know what I mean like cause we're not gonna be like fuck you man we're gonna be like you did it you didn't have notes you know what I mean like, but the whole world is listening at the same time. That's that's true too. But you also use a fake name, so take this opportunity to like you know use the anonymity and you know whatever. I think it's great though. I think that you you've only done this a couple times and you're doing great. Keep it up. Keep coming back. It's just like AA. Keep coming back. <laughs> This has been the Joke Workshop. Thank you guys all for staying till the end. Thank you for donating. Thanks for making this show awesome. Um, I didn't take pictures for Instagram tonight. We have a couple minutes left. Does anybody want to plug shows real quickly? Um, up at the front mic. Any shows that you're currently you're going to be in? You're going to be in in like the next couple weeks. I'm headlining Blondie's next, next week, so it's going to be a short joke workshop. But It's uh, Patty Cakes again. And um, I uh, I go to the Starry Plow in Berkeley oh. on Shattuck every week. It's been a year of comedy, solid. What what is uh what time is that? What day? I've never been to the Starry Plow in Berkeley. It's at seven. Seven on tentatively. On what days of the week? Tuesdays. Tuesdays at open seven. Open mic for everything. Oh, mixed open mic. Right. So like singer songwriter poetry the whole deal. I, I had a friend who made a peanut butter sandwich on stage. People are actually listening, is what you're saying. No, no. There's an audience. There, I There's literally an audience. had a friend who did No, no, something. made a peanut butter jelly sandwich, but everybody watched because they're a respectful audience that like is there and there oh, to yeah. see weird, cool stuff. Yeah, badass. Yeah. Sweet Starry Plow, Tuesday, 7 o'clock. Rafi as a joke. Hey, Rafi Sussman. Uh, June 14th, we're doing a show at Laps on Tap at Alban, in Albany at Ocean View Brew Works. It's a great show. It's getting better, and uh, it's a fun. It's going to be nice weather, so it's an outside show. And there's a taco truck down the street at Hasitasi. So Ocean View Brew Works, June 14th, 7.30 p.m. His show starts. Thank you. Yay! Other shows? Any other shows? 
like I said, I'm at Blondie's next Monday and it's going to be a shortened joke workshop because that ends, because that starts early or something like that. And I'm trying to think every Friday, Pam Tassi's Comedy Clubhouse, super fun. It's really great. We have four open mics a week now here at Mutiny Radio, Mondays and Fridays from six to eight and Saturdays and Sundays from four to six. Please come to any and all of them. And, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Thanks, thanks so much for being here and supporting Mutiny Radio and each other. And uh, have great sets for the rest of the week.
Hey, does this do anything? It's just an effect on it, but I don't really hear any difference. Do I hear an effect? Nope, 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 nope. Don't think so. La 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 la
Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. 
bitches get her off the street. sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm from there you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures they've got live comedy to small business advice Welcome to Moonday Night School, a podcast about Moonday Nights held. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg. On- 